hot topic is fresh on my brain is fresh on my mind on the course today playing a beautiful golf day it was so fantastic the weather was nice the course was in great shape but guess what course had like 200 tee times today we got out there late and it was packed so guess what i had to deal with yep golf bugaboo slow play we're going to talk about how to beat it on this week's episode of birdies not bs Golf is not that hard. Well, it doesn't have to be. That's why we cut through all the highbrow golf BS to give you what you really need to know to enjoy the golfing experience. I'm Doug Smith. And I'm Cheyenne Woods. And together we have over 50 years experience playing the game of golf at every level. Every week we'll break down a new topic in 10 minutes or less, answering some of the most popular questions in golf today. You're welcome. Have you ever seen the course respond to slow play? Sometimes, you know, they send the ranger out there to just kind of keep people moving. But does it really work? I, I don't mean, know. I feel like that old man on a car, he's already in a bad mood. You know, yeah, he or she or she, he <laughs> or she uh, is already in a Good bad job. mood. They roll around all cantankerous. Roll around. You need to speed up or you need to speed up. That's the man <laughs> and the woman voice. We want to keep it PC here. The slow play starts with how a golf course can police it. Yeah, I agree. And the course setup too. You know, you got people out there who want to enjoy a round of golf and whether they're not good at golf or they don't know golf etiquette of how to keep pace of play up, you want to see the, the round keep moving. Like you were out there today. I was, oh. We were waiting on you. Oh, no, you weren't even out there. Oh, you were there, but you weren't yeah. on the course. It was so frustrating. Like yeah. it's, it's so hard fun. to find a rhythm as a player. I'm assuming it's one thing for a person at a certain talent level to play slow. If you're a worse player, it probably helps you to play a little slow. It gives you more time to practice and be cerebral. But when I'm playing golf and, and the slow play comes, it's very hard for me as a quicker player to adjust to the new pace. So as you're out on tour, you're playing courses, you're playing with girls who are fast, you're playing with girls that are slow, you're playing in yeah. cash on the line. Yeah, right? a lot of money. How do you manage the time between shots or how do you manage the slow play to where you can keep your rhythm? It's a blessing and a curse that I'm a quick player because um, I'm used to the pace kind of moving along. But if I get paired with one or two slower players or say the pace of play is slow, I get frustrated. And Absolutely. so I've had to found, find ways to distract myself, whether it's some sort of mental tactic mm -hmm. or talking to my caddy or I've seen girls out there doing Sudoku or word, no. you know, word puzzle. Yes, that's Stop how you it. know it's bad. <laughs> Man, Sudoku. That's like you got to have time to do that. Yeah, you do. And so you just find ways to make it work. But Nobody likes that. It's frustrating. It's not fun. An average round of golf should take four and a half hours. Max, I'm harkening to the round that I played today. And this course we play, phenomenal golf course. They had four bachelor parties today. Yikes. On the golf course. Yikes. Four. Four of them. So that means there were at least like 30 guys just out there just hammered, slammered. Yeah. Just trying yeah. to get it going. And I feel like no matter if you're out there with your boys, your girls, you've never played golf before, or you're a professional, you should be able to learn how to kind of keep things moving. What are some ways that you found playing golf just to keep your pace of play going? You know, one, it's always be ready to hit. That's the number one. If you've outdriven somebody or it's their turn to hit, it's okay to to go ahead to your ball and watch from just in front or off the, the target line, right? right? Uh, unless this person could potentially shank it and, and hit you in the face. <laughs> Something crazy like that, right? You might want to stay a step behind. But little stuff, take two or three clubs. It's so easy to grab more than one club. Yeah. Or... Here's the thing, if it's car path only or a random scenario or say two of you in the same cart or in the same group, 
say your your golf balls are near each other, send one person out to laser the flag and get a number and then let the person know, hey, can you grab my six or can you grab my five? Yeah. It's it's little stuff. Yeah. But there's also times where there are players and God love you, the players that are new that are beginning that are slowing the course down how would you help that individual with their pace of play to the mm -hmm. person that's new and may not be having the best time or experience but yeah. in the same regard i feel like the worse a player is the quicker they should be yeah right i mean yeah. why why would you exacerbate <laughs> what is there to your, think about <laughs> your your worse your bad shot by taking more time right. to do it yeah, I would say for people who are beginning or just getting into golf or maybe just not that good, uh, you're struggling, keep it fun. You don't have to play all 18 holes. You don't have to play from tee to green. Maybe hit a tee shot, drop it in the fairway with your playing partner. Maybe hit another shot, drop it on the green and just putt a little bit. You don't have to keep every single score of your shot. So yeah, you don't have to go from tee box to bunker to bunker to rough to greenside bunker. Yeah, just grab that thing. Just throw it in the fairway and keep it moving. Right, absolutely. Keep two balls with you. Yeah. You know, keep another ball. In your, yes. I, I, I don't enjoy that player, right, who knows that they struggle off the tee or knows that there's an opportunity for them to be better. And they're unprepared to make the mistake that they're accustomed to making in the first place. Right. The odds are you, you've seen 10 balls go right today. So for you to show up to the tee box <laughs> and only have one ball in your hand, that's just asinine. You already know where that one's going. You've got so a 30% chance of hitting this ball where you think it could go. Just go ahead and have another ball ready to reload. And that reminds me too of people who might be struggling with something like that and they're trying to either give themselves a lesson or get a lesson from somebody else oh, during the round. No. And you'll see people drop three balls down in the fairway and they're taking you know the practice swings and working on some sort of drill it's like no no that's what the range is for so just go ahead and hit your slice and just, <laughs> just aim go, left and go find it aim, aim left, left and slice it or aim right yeah. and slice it either way if you left or right handed yes. I'll tell you the saving grace though I really played with some phenomenal people today and I had a group of friends like we had a friend in town and I uh, played with a couple buddies from here in town and the fact that we were all social beings helped me not while out on the golf course play to your strings Put your ego in your pocket. If you're having a, a rough day out there and you're not playing for anything, cut yourself some slack. Give yourself some better lies and be prepared to hit when it's your shot. All right, guys, so it's time for our Let's Get Technical phase where we turn it up a little bit and talk a little bit more technical. Cheyenne, I want to talk to you a little bit about your set makeup, your bag. How do you decide between like a three wood or five wood, two iron versus hybrid? Well, one biggest thing it's based on preference and what you're comfortable with. So for me, in my bag, I a lot of times I only carry up to a six iron. I have a five hybrid, four hybrid, five wood, three wood. So I have quite a few woods and hybrids and that's because that's what I'm comfortable with. My gaps, the spacing is perfect. So for people going out there and trying to find the right set for them, I suggest hitting something that is easiest. You, you see some people with six hybrids, um, seven woods, nine woods. So really the options are out there and just test it out. See what's comfortable. See how the, the yardage gapping is. You being a fitter, I'm sure you see it all the time. What are some things you suggest for your customers coming in? Well, one, I like to see what their most comfortable club is the highest club they're comfortable hitting or the lowest club either way. It's starting to change, right? It used to be like people were always would debate to put the two iron in the bag and then they carry three through pitch right. and wedge. And then we saw kind of this uh, segue into getting rid of the three iron itself and then going more into the four iron through pitch and wedge. I myself play four iron through pitch and wedge and I have a driving iron. 
But I think one, it's what do you struggle with? Are you struggling with getting the ball high? Are you struggling with hitting the ball far? Or is, are you trying to have these shots where you're trying to stop the ball on the greens? Are you struggling with, with stopping? Or out of the rough? Or out of the rough. You know, it, it, it's situational uh, and it's player dependent. But I will say for those players that are experiencing kind of low right shots with their longer irons, I'd suggest trying out a hybrid. Um, there's there's plenty of ways to try out a hybrid. I've done it before. I, I, I go shop around and I see which club I do want to try or buy. And I try to source it online and just to see if the concept itself makes sense for me. Right. I'll say that hybrids are a little more draw biased. The faces are a little clo- more closed on average. Not all. I don't want to say all hybrids, but you might see that the hybrid uh, is a little more left or draw biased to combat some of that low rightness that players see with, with right. the longer iron. You mentioned situational. Um, Once somebody has a set, I think it's good for them to realize you're not totally locked in and committed. I have a few clubs that I switch in and out depending on the course that I'm playing or the conditions that I'm playing in. I switch out my five iron, five hybrid, depending on wind conditions, uh, depending on the firmness of green. So for some of those more advanced golfers, you can have options of switching clubs in and out, depending on where you're playing or the weather that you're in. All right, guys, thanks for listening. This is another episode. Don't forget to send in your questions. We are on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook, Birdies Not BS, or you can hit us up. BirdiesNotBS.com. Appreciate y'all. I'll let you next time.